Welcome to Lady Hope Dealer. My name is Amber Yalot Shaver. I'll be sharing with you about life, recovery, ups, downs, but most of all, how others and myself found hope in a hopeless world. I look forward to sharing my testimony with you. I'm so excited to have my husband and a few other individuals on to share their testimony and what God's done in their life. And in between them times, I'm just going to be sharing what God's placed on my heart in this season. I'm just so excited to have you with me. So let's dive in. Welcome to Lady Hope Dealer. My name is Amber Galat Shaver, and I'm going to share with you today um, some scriptures that has really impacted my life. It's really been, actually it's a chapter out of the Bible, but it's really just come to life in front of me so many times, and I think it's something that we should be all applying to our life in this moment, and I believe that honestly, this is us right now. So I'm going to be sharing with you Ezekiel 37. I know we've all heard the song. I know we all have heard preaching on it. However, I think it's time that we really start applying this to our life with the time and the seasons that we're in. So I'm just going to read you a couple verses and we'll stop and then we'll discuss some stuff. Okay. So here it is. Ezekiel 37 verse one, the hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley. And it was full of bones, then caused me to pass by them all around. And behold, there were very many in the open valley and indeed they were very dry and he said to me son of man can these bones live so I answered O oh Lord you know and again he said to me prophesy to these bones and say to them O oh, dry bones hear the word of the Lord thus says the Lord to these bones surely I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live so I'm gonna stop there so a while back I was called to preach in a little local town and of course this was the word that was given to me that I needed to share that Sunday evening and I can't share it enough I've shared others but in this one so I was set to go that Sunday evening to share this word and the day before it was just like it was a crazy Saturday I was trying to get things together and the kids and all this and all that and I was supposed to be at Walmart early in the morning. Somehow I didn't make it there until 6 o'clock in the afternoon. Distractions, right? So, upon entering into Walmart, I hear a bunch of ruckus, a bunch of craziness, a bunch of yelling. Which is not abnormal because where I live, you know, there's always something happening. So, I continue about my business and I walk into this, uh, the customer service area. And I keep hearing someone scream like these people are screaming. And I'm like, okay, something is going on. And... I can just hear this woman screaming, my, my child, it, something's wrong, she's not breathing, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, like she just starts, you know, she's panicking. So instantly, I just, I throw my purse to this lady over the counter and I was like, hold my bag. And like, I go running out to go see what the deal was and this woman is holding this child and this child is lifeless, she is out of breath, like she is turning blue because she's not breathing and everybody's like, take her to the pharmacy and I'm like, the pharmacy can't do anything, they're not EMTs, what are y'all doing? So I'm like, call 911, call the ambulance, call somebody. So they set her there, a bunch of people are just gathering around at this point and I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? And I'm, I'm at this point I'm behind the mom, I'm holding her and I'm just praying and I'm like, God, 
please, please help me in this moment, please. And I'm praying over the mom and I'm praying over the mom and I'm praying over the child. And I'm just going through my head, all these things. And I'm like, Lord, please, you cannot let me see this child die. I will, this, this, this can't happen. We're like, God, just send help, send somebody, please. God, just send somebody now. And in that moment, I don't know that I've ever heard God so loud, but in that moment, he says, I sent you. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just threw my hands off the mom. I ran over, grabbed my purse, grabbed the anointing oil, and I asked the mom, I said, can you can you give her to me? Can you give me your baby just for a moment? And she's like, yes, yes. So I turned her around and I propped her up on me, and I just started singing, breathe, oh breath of God, breathe. And I just started praying over this child and speaking over this child that she would live and not die to declare the works of the Lord and that she would be okay and in that moment, the mom had her hand, and the mom starts screaming, Oh my gosh, she's moving, she's moving, she's moving. And she was so excited. And then the baby starts to wake up, and she's like breathing again and, and returning to normal. And by now, the mom has her back in her hand. And she's like, Oh my gosh, who are you? Where did you come from? And I just, of course, told her, You know, I'm local, and I was just in here. And at the end of it all, they loaded the baby up, took her in an ambulance to a local hospital. The grandmother had hugged my neck and just was like, I love you. You're amazing. And I was like, no, this is God. Like, God had me here for a reason. And later on that night, I got a text message from the family. And they said this baby was 100% normal. She didn't have a fever. She did not have a seizure. They have no idea why she was at the hospital. Everything looked normal. And she was completely fine. So, whenever I heard that, I was like, oh my gosh, this is this is crazy this is but in that moment God brought Ezekiel 37 to life in my life and I don't know that I could share it enough but we are living in the valley of the dry bones like every single day that we walk out onto these streets into a Walmart Walgreens CVS wherever you're at your job you are walking in the valley of dry bones that these are individuals these are people around you that do not know God that that are walking they're walking dead. We're worried about the zombie apocalypse. Hello, we're living in it. This is the time that we're in. That people are walking around so self-absorbed and so lost in a world full of new age culture and new age religion and new age whatever it might be. They're running around with crystals in their hands and thinking that a crystal is going to heal them when in fact the only thing, the only one, the only person that can heal them is God himself. So, I just want to encourage you that where you are in your life, who knows, maybe you're working at home as a customer service representative as me. I'm in a chat every day and I try every single day to encourage these people and I tell them in my job, I'm praying for you. You know, if you need something, reach out. I don't care. If I'm going to lose my job over that, I'm good with that. I'm fine with that because I'm, I'm sharing what God has placed on my heart. And every day when we go out into our cities into our streets i live in orange texas great big place not really but i speak life over my streets and when people post and they're talking about oh it's a horrible place to live and rah 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 and i like i'll jump on a post real quick on facebook and say listen do not speak death over my city do not speak things of 
nastiness over where we live if you can't speak life then close your mouth first of all my city will live my city is known as fruit city usa i'm just saying we are known for the fruit city for a reason great things are happening in this area great things are coming to our area speak over your city speak over your home speak over your children speak over your spouse speak over wherever you are in that moment speak over your co-workers you want to see a change start speaking over them I sometimes have to remind myself that, you know what, my coworkers are just flesh and blood. They're just like me. They're just like you. But they don't have the knowledge of the word as I do. They might not be where I am in my life. They might not be saved. So I have to speak over them things. I have to speak over them life. I have to speak over them the breath of God. And... We can do that in everything that we do. There's not a moment that we can't apply life in this scripture to our life. I mean, just think about it. How many things out of the day do you come in contact with that is just horrible? Or maybe a prayer request. Or maybe, you know, a situation in your life of maybe the kid's struggling with something. Maybe, you know, whatever it might be, you can speak and prophesy over that situation. I don't know that people understand that what we say comes to pass as much it is as it is lately. I, you know, I kind I explained it with my husband the other day that you know we are a prophetic people that we are called to speak things, and when we speak them, things change. It's not because of me. It's not because of him. It's because the Holy Spirit. It is because God. God himself does not want to see us struggle. He doesn't want to see these people walking around as zombies around us. He does not want to see them dead. He would like for us to go into these situations and help bring restoration, help restore that situation, help restore that family, that person, that these people that are walking around every day as zombies are lost, they're hurting, maybe they're struggling with drugs, maybe they've lost a family member, maybe they've just lost their way and they need somebody to stop and say, hey, you know God loves you, God cares about you, that he sent his son to die for you, Every day we should be sharing with somebody something, something out of the Word of God. And every day we should be speaking life over our situation, over their situation, over all situations around us. Look at the news. I don't even like turning on the news anymore. It's just, it's a headache, it's aggravating, it causes stress and anxiety. And, you know, I'm just like, okay, God, only you can do something. So instead of running with what I see on the news, I speak over it. The Word also tells us that we're supposed to take thoughts captive. So whenever you're looking at something and you're feeling something, you take that that thought captive and you just find and rebuke it. You cast it back into the pits of hell where it belongs and you speak something of the Word over it. You speak, no, that I'm to think on things that are good and holy and of God. These are moments in our life where we have to know that we have to speak over our situations. That we're not always going to have Pastor Susan here and Brother Joey there. We're not always going to have somebody next to us in a situation where they're going to be able to speak over that situation for us. And we're called to do it ourselves. The same as feeding. We depend on our pastor every Sunday, Wednesday, whatever days it is that you go to church to feed us. We need his knowledge. We need this. We need that. Guess what? 
We have the same knowledge. We have set access to the same knowledge. We have the same opportunities to sit down with our Bible and study the Word of God and gain something out of it. You can read a scripture today and you can get something completely different than what I get out of it. Yes, we all have that. That's, you know, people agree to disagree on what scripture means. There's so many verses, so many uh, translations of the Bible. But guess what? If you're in the Word of God, God is going to speak to you. But again, this is it. Like, we have the same access as our pastors, as our ministers, as these healing evangelists, as these regular evangelists, as, as these big-name pastors and preachers. We have the same access to the Word of God and the power of God as they do. And it's time that we start realizing it as the little people that you might not think that you do. But the same power that rose Jesus from the grave lives in us. And God's word said that we will do greater works. We are called to a time right now where we are going to start seeing more miracles and more signs and more wonders than what we've ever seen before because that's where we're at. The church is looking really crazy. The church is really looking lovely. The church is looking like this. Guess what? I had to refocus myself just here recently because I'm like, okay, God, I'm sorry. I had to repent. I had to do this. I had to put myself in the Word of God and say, okay, where am I at? What am I doing? What am I speaking to the situations around me? Because I really needed reprimanding. I really needed for God to say, like, listen, focus, focus, focus. You're looking at the wrong things here, sister. So I had to refocus. I sat on my porch three weeks ago crying out to God saying, God, why don't I hear you anymore? What happened? I used to read and hear from you. And the Lord just reminded me. Where's your time with me? What are you speaking? What are you doing? Where are you going? Are you taking that extra time just to be with me? In a relationship, even with your spouse or your best friend, in order to nurture and grow that, you have to have time with that person. You know how you have that first relationship and you're like, oh my gosh, I just want to spend the, all the time with them. Remember that when you was like that with God? That's what the Lord was showing me that I used to take time out and go to the waterfront and sit and be with him and, and just have my little tiny Bible that was on my dash and just wait for the Lord to speak to me. And I don't do that anymore. And that's on me. That's not on my pastor. That's not on my preachers. That's not on my best friend or my spouse. That's on me. So in this season, I just want to encourage you. Take time out with the Lord. When you walk out into your out onto your front porch and you go to get in your vehicle and you're driving down the road and someone aggravates you, speak life over that person. It's going to be hard. It's going to be really hard. When you're in Walmart and you feel something and you feel a tug at your heart for somebody maybe just maybe walk up to them and say hey can I pray for you can I just hug you I'm all about hugging some strangers man that's just my thing I know it's odd I know it's crazy but I'll walk up to somebody in Walmart and be like can I pray for you can I hug you like the Lord just highlighted you I haven't done it as much lately and the Lord has really talked to me about that because that's again on me and I had to repent about that so again we are living in the valley of dry bones, and it is time that we start prophesying over them. It's time that we start prophesying over our families, over our friends, over our distant family, over our homes, over our children's schools, over our streets, and over our cities, that they will live and not die to declare the works of the Lord, and that there will be great things happening, that they will rise up, and they will become the men and women of God that they are called to be in this moment. So today, again, I just want to encourage you, start speaking to the dry bones in your life. Start speaking 
over them situations that the breath of God is going to enter it that God is going to make a difference and that they will live and that situation is going to be changed listen guys I'm so grateful again that you joined me I love you God bless you thank you for taking the time with me today and uh, just be encouraged that someone out there needs the hope that you have someone out there needs the blessings that you're holding and we are to share freely what was freely given to us and that is the gift of love and that is the gift of god have a great and wonderful rest of your day